on his thoughts on downtown Battle Mountain too. I was more interested in showing off than writing a coherent song. Oh, but he made coherent songs. good everyone this is the demo team podcast we're here today with n angles and we also have dredge back with us and eric foreman of a uh, magazine beach to help us out n angles guys why don't y'all give us a little introduction and tell us how y'all met each other uh tom or nick could probably do that right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i mean me and nick been playing music for a long time since like junior high school i think um and then we were in a band for a long time uh didn't really do too much and then just decided to start something completely different and uh i mean we've played with brian and joe and like other bands and stuff before on shows so uh, i kind of always wanted to play with joe and brian and make that happen and um yeah, I mean, it was it was like seamless. The whole thing was like put together very easily. So this is like a kind of like a New Jersey scene that kind of just y'all just kind of came out of and got together, right? Or yeah, I, I think a lot of it had to do with like New Brunswick, like just playing in New Brunswick. I mean, a lot of our friends like were playing around at that time, and um, it like grew out of that great scene like just everywhere between philadelphia to like long island just seems to produce like such like great especially like emo punk and like math rock and post hardcore stuff like that it's just a great area for sure yeah Yeah. that time period the 20 uh, probably 2008 to 2012 2013 was a was a good it was a good time to be playing new brunswick for the stuff that we do and the three bands that we all played in Time Out Jimmy for Tom and uh, Nick, County Drop for myself, and then Joe played in Marlo Nisha. It kind of made a little bit of a super group when the when we, all four of us got together. Um, but obviously now that's that's over ten years ago, so no one cares about those bands. But at the time, <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. Go go find their band camps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. I think they're all still floating out there. Yeah. So, uh, like, you said, you kind of alluded that y'all were playing, like, a different type of music before. I mean, it was, I think for myself and Nick, Time Out Jimmy was kind of similar. It was just, I don't know, it was, like, a a little less, like, technical, like, more emo-ish type of stuff. Um, Like that Midwest emo? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was super lame. Like I, <laughs> I do not look back with fond memories about that group. Um, I mean, it got us here, you know, eventually. But uh, Brian's band County Drop was sick, and uh, Joe's band Marlo was very sick. Like both of those bands were were great. So we always kind of always wanted to play with them. 
I'm always wanting to play shows with them. Um, yeah. So were you guys going to like each other's shows while you were in these different bands and, and kind of, you know, seeing them that way? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. That, that was just kind of a byproduct of living in that area. And, and, and we all happened to be in college at the time. So that New Brunswick was kind of the place to be. I think, well, I think half of us went to Rutgers, but the rest of us, we would hang out mm. there. We weren't going to school. So um, going to shows is the only really, I mean, that's really the only thing to do uh, if you're into music around there. Um, <laughs> that was, that was fun. Yeah. I, there, I mean, there were like some really good bands that came out of that. Like, I feel like Vastu Devo was part of the, mm-hmm. that whole deal. Uh, Gate, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so that, there was some really, really awesome music. Um, coming out of New Brunswick, which is cool. Also, I'm yeah. sure you get, you guys understand this, but like you know, the older you get, and the more you're in bands with different people, and you have to tour and, and share like small space and be together so much. Like when you're just good friends, it just makes it just easier. It was like almost oh, the yeah. four of us are just the most laid back people in that group of where we're all playing, where we can really just get along and just focus on music, which is hard to do with a lot of different people, you know. Yeah, just get along. Pretty, we're pretty chill. We're pretty chill. Yeah, cool pretty guys. cool. But it is, but it is kind of <laughs> true. I mean, for the considering, uh, not to uh, kind of uh, build ourselves up too much, but considering how technical the music is, we really don't get up each other's ass about um, about or <laughs> ideas or anything. And, um, and it's actually very easy to write, which is awesome. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy to play, but it, it, it all comes together pretty pretty well. I mean, y'all are in this a very like, in my opinion, a very like good like sweet spot of like math rock and like post hardcore and like emo stuff that I kind of like really love. And well, how did y'all like get to that point where that was the kind of music mm. y'all were making? Thank you, by the way. It's like exactly what we what we go for. Um, oh, awesome. <laughs> See, sometimes when you do these genre things, people get a little mad, but <laughs> I, I got that one right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's real. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, I, I feel like way back, me and Nick just, like, we always wanted to play just like crazy riff stuff, you know, and we, we never really did it. And then with this new band, when we joined <laughs> up with Brian and Joe, it was just kind of like, like let's just let's just go all out and see what happens, you know. And being like way more fun to play, mm-hmm. um, and I think like because of that, it you know it came out that because it was just like a better time playing these kinds of songs. Um, so it really kind of stemmed from that. I mean, Nick were like super into uh, early Chan, like when they oh, were yeah. a bit happier. Early, early you know, Chan, and, yeah. And, and we, we grew up like playing like Rufio riffs. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, Just yeah, like yeah. shreddy punk, like that was. <laughs> but I remember, I remember like when we first, like when we first started the band, we were writing the first couple songs. Like the idea was to not just give up on a part. Like make try to make every part interesting because there's so much music now. You only have like 20 seconds to to grab someone's attention. So make sure every part isn't just a throwaway. 
when I felt like other bands, we were just like, you know, putting in a connection part with just chords or something, as opposed to just now we want to make sure we like playing every single part and every part is like, you know, interesting and, and not necessarily complex, but just like fun for us to play and not ever boring. Yeah. Well, I think Nick, I think you said it best recently uh, in a text where we were kind of, we were kind of going off about the new record and everything. And um, I think we're at a point now, especially now that we're older is, is that, and because we vibe so well, all, all, all four of us, it's uh, to the point where we just want to write stuff that would impress the other band member. Like we, at this point, like who gives a shit if anyone else likes it, uh, <laughs> you know, they do. That's great. That's amazing. But I think like we all play so well together and we, we uh we we know how each other write and what the other band member might enjoy that it uh it makes it all the more fun to just come up with a, a sick riff or a cool chorus or whatever the case may be it's definitely a great That's outlook great. for a band you can respect that uh, i'm gonna yeah. throw it to eric or dredge if either of y'all want to ask something yeah so i was just gonna ask like one thing that you know i like a lot about you know what you guys are doing is you you definitely have that technical edge but um you kind of i think you keep it you still keep the groove like you keep it from getting too technical that it's like hard to um you know kind of bob your head to or, or really jam out to you know when you guys are you know you mentioned that your your writing process is laid back and you're kind of just like having fun but do you guys like keep that in mind as something to like you know like when you're writing these riffs and stuff, like, are you trying to keep it, um, like approachable. Are, you, are you trying to like outdo each other? Yeah. Or are you trying to like keep it more approachable? I think, uh, cause we all write in the same room. It really is like a jam band at times. Like, mm. like a lot of math rock and math core is like pre-written or programmed and shit, but like, it's literally just us like getting in a room, ripping bowls, maybe not Nick, but like, <laughs> like, but like, we're just like fucking, it's just like, couple fellas like just jamming riffing and like trying to construct songs like you know we know what we're going for as far as like the sound and like we know what we like so um we probably we've probably had shit before that was like super technical we definitely have scrapped a lot of songs before too so it's like too too much yeah yeah i i think i think we've got to a point too where if it's if it feels like a chore like this like the song that there's a b-side for this album called uh the 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 pending name for it was just called TikTok. Um, but there was one time it was when we got this, we, we booked uh, two Airbnbs last year just to get away and just write for a weekend. And I think it was the second weekend. I don't remember, but um, we were just all listening to that song and we all just looked at each other and realized how ridiculous and off the wall <laughs> and dumb it is and ended up scrapping it but but it is just a good example of you know um you just have to you just know when it's right and if it feels like a chore to play and the the vocals are getting too whiny and weird then mm-hmm. we have we got to cut yeah. it you know? there is, yeah, there fl- is. flow is the hardest thing you know flow you know flowing in this type of music is is really the hardest yeah, thing I, I think my, yeah. i've yeah. always thought the most the most difficult thing and the biggest challenge i've always wanted to try to conquer with the, the band is to make like the, the vocals and it seemed like you're not listening to a technical song, but if you dig in, it is a technical song. Like to do that yeah. kind of like magic where you don't know that it's technical, but it feels like a pop song. To me, that was always been one of the biggest challenges to try to make it work. Yeah. I, I think it gets more and more like that. Uh, the, the more that we write and um, 
I forgot what I was going to say. We all love pop yeah. punk. I mean, we're like, yeah. that's like, we you mentioned that genre, but we're like, oh, like we all listen yeah. to punk and, and just Story straight so pop far, punk. All that yeah, shit. just yeah. like super, super pop punk stuff. Yeah. There was Nick. Remember that one practice you showed me this riff and it was like mad fucked up. And I was like, dude, it looks like you're trying really hard <laughs> to play that. You got to keep it chill. Yeah, it was like you five do, riffs. Yeah. It was like five riffs in one. Yeah, it was too much. <laughs> Yeah, you got to take it back sometimes. <laughs> so you, yeah. you, guys men- you guys mentioned like pop punk and stuff. Do you have any other like influences that are kind of like off the wall or that you think people wouldn't expect? I think we listen to I everything. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Joe's big say, Sky guy. Mm, love Ska. Mm, yeah. Ska. <laughs> it's, it's having a resurgence right now. It's pretty cool. Y'all had a, I mean, y'all did have like one of your songs had like brass on it, but I mean, it's something more like a, what song was it? I think I wrote it down. Oh, Drive, right? Yeah. yeah, that was a cool one. It's very yeah. like Drive emo, right. like that emo revival, like brass sound that comes in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the world's a beautiful place. Like, yeah, yeah. I, and it's funny because I don't even know if we were really going for that. It just happened to land in the tappiest song. Um, it was uh, uh, Liz from the Best of the Worst. That's uh, Joe's guy yeah. band. Uh, who's still active, so you could look up Best of the Worst. They got a lot of cool shit uh, on the internet. Um, yeah, she just kind of <laughs> laid, laid it down on that track, and it, it did kind of end up sounding like that, almost uh, like, uh, I don't even know a good example. I, oh, I guess American Football. From, PTNG. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, them yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that uh, yeah, was fun. It's funny that you guys mentioned TTNG. I actually ran into you guys like probably like 2016, 2017 on this, mm-hmm. my Spotify Discover Weekly. I was listening to a ton of TTNG at the time, and then oh. you all popped up. I was going to say we ran into you. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> 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 well, that, that yeah. we are first, like, we never really play in standard for the most part. And that that was like the first tuning that we messed around with. Yeah. I think Tom and I, where we were like playing in that main TTNG. Um, if I said still yeah, and that kind of set off a whole a whole world for us of just changing the strings and and not you know making things sound a little bit different and ruining your life with all <laughs> yeah um, well I think uh that's what what wrote cascading home was just uh how can you make TTNG the TTNG tuning sound heavy and then you add right. yeah songs based off right that. with distortion you know with like a heavy yeah. you know because not I don't really know that that's done a lot no, honestly, I don't think I, I, you don't hear it that often. You can kind of t- after playing with you guys and you playing with the open tuning, you can go back and hear uh, if you go back and listen to songs that are in those tunings, you could tell like that band uh, Transit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Album. I forget what Long Lost Friends or whatever. Yeah, you go back and listen to that. That's in that. That's in that same tune. Yep. Um, it makes you appreciate it a little more because you kind of. And Joe hates the Joe hates the tunings because we just play the same in different in different. <laughs> just move the capo <laughs> and that's all you do that's the yeah. secret yeah we definitely really like tpng all of us i think we tried to start to move away from that a little bit like we're yeah. messing around with some other tunings and we still have a bunch of songs that are in standard um Dude, but i you know well sorry, sorry tom go sorry, no. sorry no. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude, it's my favorite thing at a show. Ahead. After two songs, you guys tune for five minutes, and me and Brian oh, yeah. sit there like, oh, shit, what do we do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you fuckers. 
Well, it's funny enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually, multiple people have asked me, what do I tune my bass to? And it's just fucking drop D and that's it. For all the tunes. Thank God. I would hate to be doing yeah, that. Would that suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Was there anything like intentional you did differently about the recording for Cardinal, your upcoming record that you did differently from like your, your last records where you had mentioned that you tried to move away from some of your old influences. So did you like bring in new influences or were there certain like life events that inspired you? I mean, I think like musically, I really just a personal thing. I think a lot of us too, like I've kind of only been listening to like, hardcore stuff and like heavy stuff for a little while now um i don't know like i haven't really listened to too much pop punk or anything new <laughs> but yeah but, tom, tom um, said something before the album that like stuck with me and it was like as we get older hardcore seems to be the only thing that that ages well enough that yeah. you still uh, like it when a lot of the other genres like you, you go back and listen to it, you're like oh this kind of sounds like it's outdated and kind of strange and stuff. Yeah, like, it, it may be because you can understand what they're singing about. Yeah. It could have something to do with it. <laughs> but I, I think that was definitely part of it. And we went, you know, with Randy to record yes. at Graphic Nature. And that was just massive. Like, oh, we did one yeah. song with him before that, Passenger, and we loved it. Uh, it definitely came out like the heaviest thing that we put out it's, so far yeah. so it was an easy choice like we we wanted to go back to him and make something like that was really big um and it was you know it was amazing like that was i think i could speak for everybody that was probably the best recording experience we've ever had oh yeah yeah we've never been there for a month and just completely stopped our lives and just focused on that like that was yeah. that was great and Randy's like for the technical stuff, Randy just he doesn't let you like you can't slip. Like he 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 zooms in with the magnifying glass on every note and you have to nail it. And I think it's frustrating when you go through it, but the end result is just so much better than anything because he really wild. he makes you like know what you're playing and hit every note and it can't be noise or anything. Like for what we play, it's it's tough to get it super clean and he he really pulls that out of us. Yeah, it probably makes you feel really confident in like the riffs that you're writing. Kind of the opposite. It makes you feel like crap. Hopefully you come out like at the end a little bit more confident. But, yes, yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, even like even yeah. like with chugging, like he he like he's like, you gotta make your wrist it has to sound a certain way. Like there's there's a science to it. Like he's just a pro at, at that. Like he said he said when we were, we were recording one time, he was like, dude, I make breakdowns for a living. Like, this is like, this is, I, <laughs> this is nothing you know I mean? like, he, he knows how to make it sound like just nice and, and pull the best out of us. Yeah. And he, dude, you put like, you put so many layers under the song that like we would have never even thought to do ever. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not good at that, like sound stuff and like anything. Like our our setup live is just a tuner and like a noise suppressor, if that. Like we have no pedals, so we yeah, really the basics. We, we it's all we've ever done. We just never got into that part of of, of music. So it's kind of like uh, you know we, we rely on someone like Randy to kind of pull that stuff in, but not so much where we can't do it live. I mean, I think live it'll still sound great, but it's it's really just us playing our instruments. I mean, that's how it's always been. Nothing. I mean that's just talent i guess too like think about it like you don't have to lean on any effects or anything like that plus like 
pedals are expensive. Like you don't need to be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think we, since we never got into that, we never, we, we never had the like luxury of a bigger sound or like, or, or an echo or anything. We've always just said, we've got this distortion or whatever from our amp. So this is what we have to make it sound good. Got to make it work. You know? you got. The riff has to be good. You can't, you can't hide it. I mean, I've always been like kind of a gear minimalist in my opinion. Like the best people I think can make the best sounds without that much help, I'd say. So yeah, I guess you no, are some of the best. <laughs> no, I don't think that, but <laughs> respect though. Like y'all are like not Thanks. using all the gear that a lot of people do. So Thanks. I mean, the the one thing I will say is like anytime myself or nick or really anybody in this band like brian plays guitar anytime we we do fuck with a pedal or something we're always like dude it's just so cool and then it just never happens yeah, yeah it just doesn't like, fit sounds so strange yeah and then joe makes I, fun we, when she says yeah you like how's your toy man you like your new toy yeah. and it makes you feel crappy <laughs> and then you return it <laughs> yeah we we definitely have some effect stuff in the new album i mean it's not a whole lot but like there were like a couple moments i think where we we did some of that yeah there's a it is a handful all right well uh y'all just dropped dead era and i was kind of wondering like how does that fit into your new coming album yeah i I think that one's perfect yeah i think that song i think all all of us have kind of agreed and said it 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 sort of perfectly summarizes our band in terms of the genre smashing that we kind of do um and uh it's going to open the record um which is pretty sweet and uh yeah i I don't know there's not much else to say about it i think we were were originally going to put it out as a single two or three years ago and thankfully we didn't because i don't think it was where it oh, yeah. is now um but uh but yeah I, I just think it's a perfect blend of of every every little area we, we touch in uh these different genres that we that we enjoy there's a really I nice think. ambient to the ambience to the opening is there any more moments on the new record that are like that yes yeah yeah there is. hell yeah stoked to hear that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah there's actually a whole track yeah, definitely. And that's all Randy, like really like working his magic and oh, like yeah. blending it so nicely. But there is a track that's uh it's not really it's kind of like laid back and it's a small little little it's clip, all it's, way. Nice, like, like a interlude. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of that vibe. So you guys recently put out a <laughs> like a guitar playthrough for, for Dead Air, right? Are you guys like thinking about doing that for any of the other songs on the on the record? Yeah, we want to, and we're we're just we've always been so bad, Tom and I, at just making good guitar videos and tabs. Like we're just the wor- and everybody always asks, and like we post stuff, and we're just lazy, so it's just like us playing in our room or something. But we're trying now to like just get good quality stuff. I mean, like there's people that are like posting playthroughs of songs that we and we've never posted playthroughs, so it's like yeah, <laughs> we have to like step up and do this. And um, yeah, so we're definitely gonna try our best to really do as many as we can as clear as possible with the best you know sounding videos we can just to just to help people if they want to learn the songs or just watch it happen because um i'm sure there's a lot of people that want to do that yeah yeah I, we're trying <laughs> i swear <laughs> guys that we are trying to yeah tag, they're doing their best play through, 
and good quality stuff. So that was our that was our big like pledge with this one. So yeah. It's cool to highlight the like technicality of the songs because you mentioned that, you know, with with everything with it all pulled together, you have like the the vocals to kind of keep it a little bit more melodic and and maybe even like take the technicality a little bit lower down. So um, you know, not everybody may not pay attention to that at first, but with the guitar videos, you can see like Oh, this is what these guys are actually playing. Like, like, dang, yeah, that's, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that, I think it has value even for someone who doesn't play guitar. Just kind of seeing how something is played, and it just helps people process the song in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think you'd ever do like an instrumental version of any of your music, or we were talking about that releasing the whole album, maybe possibly uh, just instrumental? Because something that is, uh, it. very popular these days, it seems. Yeah, I think it's definitely yeah. on the table. Yeah, we, I think we have the stems, I believe. We might as well just do it. All right. <laughs> definitely thinking about it. Um, yeah, because like you said, we're kind of in that, you know, we, we do a little bit of math rock, like mashup, like in the genre. It's, we're kind of an outlier in that genre because usually it's like a clean tone or like something stripped down so like sometimes we'll put we'll put music in that reddit and people will be like this doesn't this isn't math rock but we love math rock and we listen to math rock and i don't know i feel like those are the bands who do the instrumental music so it's it kind of makes sense to try and show people you can do that in a different genre yeah and yeah. it's nice to appreciate like the work that you put in instrumentally as well yeah yeah uh, one thing I wanted to know is like, so on your first record, um, you know, you have a few collaborations, like, you know, you guys were able to work with Matt from Lower Definition, which is cool, and and Kurt Travis and, and a couple others. Was that something that you guys want to continue going forward with with either this record or, or maybe in the future? I, I mean, we always like talk about it. Um, we didn't we didn't go for any of it this round with this record i mean definitely in the future potentially but um i don't know it, we never really like it it, it kind of just felt like it, sh it we shouldn't have any kind of features there was one song that felt like there might be a spot for some kind of feature um but like we like we didn't want to go out of our way to, to get anyone we kind of just wanted this one to just be like yo this is us you know yeah, yeah. I, I also think I, I think when we did it on Cascading Home, we had four features in total and it just felt like at some point we were doing it for the sake of doing it instead of yeah. just uh, saying we can't record this part without bringing in somebody else. Um, yeah. And I, and I think especially after we did those weekends, like those Airbnb weekends and we finalized pretty much uh, I think after those weekends, we had like 70 five percent of the vocals it just it felt like this was just the we needed all of our songs to be just sung by us in-house we'll keep it in-house for this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like the it's like the pedal thing where it's just kind of like you know the four of you like this is the music you made and and not a lot of frills to it just like you know the four of you make, making jams yeah yeah the j cole formula right that's no it yeah. <laughs> no features <laughs> now you just got to go platinum which um, yeah, <laughs> that's next, dude. Uh, we got, we got next this. Next step. 
what, 250,000 times each. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> Yo, I, I have to ask, what, how is your name Cash Spicer? Mine? Um, <laughs> so my, my first name is Andrew, but my middle name is Cash. Cash is a family name, believe it or not. Uh, so Cash. It's like my great, 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 great grandfather's last name was Cash. And so, I don't know, I guess they gave me, there's like some legend, family legend thing about him or whatever. Um, Did he invent money? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sexy. That's the kind of thing that'd be really helpful these days, right, for me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so like, I went to like, elementary school or something and there are like four other Andrews in my cat and my class somehow and so everyone went by their middle names so I've just been cash for like I don't know 20 years now so that's cool it's yeah. a great name well thank you cash money records baby exactly I love cash I don't know about you guys it's pretty cool pretty good <laughs> yeah very awesome to have cash. what's everyone's um maybe we should go down the line and talk about everyone's crypto portfolios for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like fiat anymore, right? I'm somehow still <laughs> learning what crypto is. Like, I feel like I'm catching up way too late on this. Oh, so let's change up the pod for a minute, uh, Nick. You, you want to take this one? You never actually know what crypto is. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you know, you're dead. That's it. The more you read about it, the, like less you're figuring out. It's just you're, a, you're always chasing it. You're always chasing it. Right. Just, right. Honestly, the way I always think about it is like with crypto and like NFTs, it's like they're kind of dumb, but like you don't want to miss the boat. So (laughs) as well, right? Yeah, for me, it's like money is fake and so is crypto, but crypto is way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see the picture of a monkey or whatever. Like, (laughs) yeah. Those are are wild. Although someone, Joe just sent us a, a link. Someone put our song as an NFT somewhere. Like, I don't know what that was. It's like that, some Chinese site or something. Hell yeah. That's they great. must have went on Spotify and pulled songs. I don't know. Yeah, they did it to everyone on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think. But, uh, oh. Yeah, there's, there's, the RIAA just said they're going to sue them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole controversy because, like, they, I think they just somehow, like, took, like, it. everyone who had, yeah, uploaded stuff to Spotify. They just, like, used smart. that to, yeah, to, to get everybody's stuff on the same site. I don't really know how it worked, but. I can't believe I was sold for twenty million either. That's nuts. <laughs> You're sold for twenty million. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, my mom really supports us. She really wanted to. <laughs> she really the extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> she, took that, she took a twenty million dollar loan. So. Yeah, <laughs> sold, sold it all. That's unconditional love. I have a uh, question about the album. So the album's name is Cardinal. Uh, what was the reason why you named it that? Uh, one of my favorite records of all time is Alexis on Fire's Old Crows, Young Cardinals. So I was stoked to see that you were naming it that. Oh, that's cool. Um, I don't really remember. I think it was originally going to be a song title. Um, we'll, we'll just throw, I think we all just kind of write down cool song because our song titles end up not really meaning anything until we shape it into the, the lyrics that we write. And it was going to be a song name and it just, it, it just made it more sense aesthetically for an album, uh, uh, an album name, because it'd be easier to make artwork for. And, uh, and it actually, I mean, 
uh, I think yeah, there was it, meaning behind. Yeah, it, it does tie into a lot of the uh, lyrics when we when we had to actually because we'll come up with things that sound cool and then we actually have to realize why they might sound cool and when we looked into it, <laughs> we the, have to justify it. Yeah, yeah. to justify why we might be doing. Yeah, things. so for Cardinal, I think thematically and like the symbolism behind it and like I don't know if it was ancient cultures or whatever, but we were like looking into the symbolism of it and it's like love and relationships and loss and like dealing with those things and i think like thematically a good chunk of the album deals with like those topics so it kind of felt well, like it fit. specifically with the song that was going to be cardinal yeah i mean that's about like like when you see a cardinal it's a sign that like a uh deceased loved one is by you or something um yeah and then one particular song um is like straight up about uh, my mom who passed a few years back. So, um, so I kind of, it felt like that was a very fitting yeah. uh, name and it, it all just like felt real good actually for the whole album. So. Yeah. I, I think this album really has like the heaviest lyrics that we've ever wrote, like the most personal and kind of just sad, which is, which is kind of yeah. wild, but it's, it sound, I mean, it's, it, um, it turned out great um but yeah it did very well it was all thanks to uh we ended up taking a lot of um liquid um uh, psilocybin um wrote a lot of of nice lyrics i we got shroomed up at those airbnbs it's pretty yeah (laughs) yeah did you all uh, share the lyric writing exclusive right They took yeah. shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we wrote the album. <laughs> it's just like 40 minute jam band out like you guys hear it. It's just like funk. <laughs> it's <laughs> just two, Grateful Dead part two. Yeah, the two singles were misleading. The rest of it's straight fish covers. <laughs> I'm mad when people be every other song. Just, Whenever you see an angle, everyone be on shroom so you can yeah. really understand what's happening. Yeah. That was fun though. Um cool. I think someone was asking lyrics. I, I think most of it is Brian and Tom, but Nick and I do contribute a bit. I'll I'll more come in at the end because I want to let them write their shit, but like I'll help if they're like need lines or words or something. And Nick contributes lyrics too. So it's kind of group effort, but I'd say Brian, Tom, most of the main guys, yeah, 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 they're the, you know, they're well, singing. Tom said this one time, and it was cool. It was he basically said like I, I think I had just written a song or something, and like sometimes you go on like a streak of just good music is coming out, and sometimes it never comes out for like months and months and months. But like I was in one of those those kind of good times, and Tom's like, dude, just write stuff down. Like you're just like whatever's in you, just get it out. It just kind of works. So that was the one or a few times that I wrote lyrics, but I think that's true. I think sometimes one of us just has it. You just got to go. Yeah. And what, what was really cool about this re- uh, recording with Randy um, was that he, I, I mean, I think we, we've worked with producers that have done this before, but he had the lyrics in front of him and he really sort of died. And I actually never worked with the producer that did this where he, he wanted the lyrics to make sense like so and he was just very strict about that just like he is with the guitars like nick was saying um he was just 
he, he was breaking down each line just very meticulously. And uh, I think that helped a lot because especially if you write lyrics, it you can kind of let your ego sort of get in the way and say, oh, well, it's this line because the song's about mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And um, when you have a, a neutral party really kind of tell you why it might be better to shape the song like this or to use this line or um, or, or this turn of phrase, it, 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 it makes a huge difference. And he doesn't let you be lazy. Like he, like you yeah, can't just so, put yeah. something down because you need to finish <laughs> it. Like he's like, no, make it make sense and make it make it have yeah, motion. Make it yeah. Yeah. There were there were uh, like thirty minutes would go by where we'd be obsessing over how we would finish a phrase, like just finish a line. You know, like he was just very, but but the. It, he was never a dick about it, which was amazing. You know, yeah. like it sounds like you're, you know, you're doing like Simon Cowell or some someone when, when you're actually saying out loud, but he's, uh, he's just so, he just wants to put out the best record. And I think that that really helped us because we, we've probably done it in the past where we'll just sometimes, you know, maybe just throw a line in there or scream in there without even really thinking twice about it. And it was cool to, for him to really uh, make us think about it a little more. So were all of the songs, you know, you mentioned um, uh, Dara had like some skeleton from like a few years ago, were all the songs like written more recently or do you have like bits and pieces that had come that you pulled forward from like, you know, maybe something was supposed to be on a, a previous release or something like that? Oh, there's, yeah, there's so many of those. Like we, uh-huh. and you won't even realize it, but like I'll look at a video from, two three years ago and that riff is on this record yeah like what i didn't even i didn't even think that that was that long ago but it actually yeah it's it takes a while dude i think most (laughs) subliminal thing or like you yeah like in your subconscious you like wrote you like already wrote something you're like oh here's this cool riff i just thought of but like you wrote in like three years ago but you're like a part of a song that we just released is like you know the riff was written like it's crazy we do a lot of refinement like we'll have like we'll have a version of a song that we play for like months and months and, and like we end up changing half of it, you know, after all that time, which I think is, you know, a big part of the writing process is we really make sure we like love it before it's just out there where songs Mm -hmm. can probably be done and we can release them, but we just keep refining it until it's like, feels like this is sick. You know? Yeah. I mean, I can do that for sure. I mean, and I, y'all do take a, y'all take a while between releases, and so I guess that's kind <laughs> yeah, of like, yeah. bad. I mean, no offense, but I mean, like it's like yeah. it's to get yeah, the right, the refinement for it is. I think it's definitely worth it. Like you said, you want to wait until you're like really stoked on something, and and you mentioned exactly. that you're kind of yeah. like you know like working towards you know making stuff that you guys would all be excited about, and and you're like trying to make each other like stoked about what you're doing. So yeah, gotta bet. take some time for that. That being said, I hope the next album after this one comes out in like two yeah. years. This is our first yeah. full length. This is our first full length in six years, which is fucking nuts. So, we, <laughs> you know, Not we're great. Yeah, we're, we're going to try to do better, especially after mm-hmm. seeing like how many people are still pretty ride or die. Like even Dredge, dude, is like always there, like repping <laughs> us. It's always so sick to see. Hell yeah, Dredge. Do y'all uh, remember when we, uh, I saw y'all at uh, Seven Circle Music Collective in like 2018, 19. Is that Den- Denver? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that show is crazy, actually. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, the venue is sketch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just fun. The the, sound you, just you all played there. 
when y'all played there, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but Denver PD had a drone flying over the venue in the back. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. That was the spot was- with the backyard, right? It had a little common yeah. area where everyone, oh, Jesus. I'm a, I'm a- Why was there yeah, so a they- road? They just wanted to see the show. They didn't want to pay. That's yeah, crazy. I guess. The, yeah, <laughs> they're <laughs> streaming. Looking I don't remember the show Denver at all. Footage of your show. Is that do you guys are all from Colorado? No, well, I'm from Texas. Eric, you're from DC, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, DC. Cool. Do you guys fuck with Denton? Do you guys fuck with Denton, Texas? Oh, dude, I love Denton. I mean, <laughs> I haven't been. I've only been there like probably three times in my life because it's i mean i'm from dallas so it's like oh yeah yeah you played a couple shows there it was was cool yeah we played well we played in denton and no one no one uh liked us it was pretty i don't think it was that i don't think it's a fucking loves music though so that's kind of fucked up i think it was like a house show and like you know every Uh, house show there's one band where everyone goes outside and smokes cigarettes and hangs out we were them. <laughs> we, we were that band. Like we were placed on the bill, I guess, in a weird way. Or I don't know what the fuck happened, but I don't think anyone knew we were on tour. And we played with some good bands. We played with Animal Jam, actually. And they're yeah, so Animal Jam's from Denton. Yeah, they're but, fucking awesome. Yeah, I love yeah, them. They're awesome. And they even but after that, our set were like, You guys are so sick. Like, why did no one watch? And we we're like, dude, I don't know. Like yeah. we <laughs> I actually I, I that I actually didn't even play. I went outside and smoked a cigarette too, and I just, they just played because I felt like that's what people were. You, you just watched them. Nick watched doesn't them. even smoke cigarettes yeah that was a fucked up tour boys where like because we did we wanted to get to the west coast but i think with everyone's schedules we could do like 18 days of touring at most so like after that denver show dredge i think we drew we drove to phoenix yeah, arizona really? no phoenix and the wow. night be- the night before we were in oklahoma city so that was like a 12-hour overnight drive to denver <laughs> And then a 12-hour overnight drive through, like, dust storms and shit. Like, oh, yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, really yeah, I'm not surprised you don't remember that. And that all kind of blurred yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. When you go, like, Denver show at all. I remember getting to Denver, and we went immediately to Red Rocks. Like, oh, yeah. zero sleep, <laughs> like, sick. And I was, like, walking around, like, where the fuck am I, dude? Yeah. What is this place? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we play the show. I guess the, there was a drone. They were going to drone yeah. strike us yeah. at the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, that was good. Dude, yeah. I just remember, was it, oh shit, was it uh, Denver? We ended up sitting in some kid's living room for hours yes, watching dude. Letter Kenny. Yeah. With smoking weed. And <laughs> a lot of oh, So much. I remember weed. that. And then, and then realizing, shit, this was not a good idea to do before. A show. I just, I just wanted it. Like it, it was too much sitting in a living room where I was thinking about my whole life. It was, it was, just, <laughs> and just what am I doing in Colorado right now? Dredge, we went to sleep after that show, and I remember we woke up at five a.m. or like six. No, I think it was five, and I started the drive to Phoenix at five, and I drove until like ten a.m. That tour was so fucked up with the drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever routed that. Did one of you have family in Denver? I remember there was a bunch of people there to see you. I had a couple of my buddies, my college friends were all okay. lived in Denver. And it was a uh, yeah, they were all there. That was awesome. That I was, was wondering awesome. if one of you were from Denver. We gotta go, we gotta come back. It's just like you know, that was we're, awesome. We're a fucking Fan. you know, it's weird. We're a DIY band, like you know, we do everything ourselves and we do it when we can. It's not our job, so we just try to make it happen when we can. So like 
that was our one window of opportunity to make it out to Denver. And like, I'm so glad we did because you got to see us and like we got to play cities that we haven't played since, but like we're going to do it again at some point. Hell yeah. You know, so. What's uh, your touring plans look like uh, for this record? You know, COVID permitting. <laughs> we're doing a, a release weekend in April and then we're going to do a little bit bigger thing in uh, for like the Midwest and East Coast in june or july and then like i'm hoping like either end of 2022 or early 23 we can do the south and like texas and like oklahoma st louis and that shit again sweet west West coast is hard making it out your way again i feel like we would have to almost fly out there and tour with the band and like i'm actually i'm actually in st louis now i moved a couple years or just this year actually last year oh fuck yeah oh dude we'll definitely we'll make it to st louis like within so where are we always playing in st louis um, I think we played a different place. Have you all played at an off Broadway? I think we play with Lobby Boxer a lot. Those Lobby are, Bobby. Uh, those are our okay. buddies. Yeah. Is that that where that venue is where you're like in two? There's two floors and you can look down on the stage. Is that St. Louis? Yeah. Uh, it used to be or, called no, uh, Food Bar. Okay. That sounds familiar. It's, it's called Red Flag now, I think. Yeah. Lobby, Lobby Bobby. Lobby Bobby. Yeah, I miss I miss getting on the road. We haven't played a show since like February 2019, which is wild. Yeah, two years. Yeah, and it, it was <laughs> a sick show. Dude, it was yeah, a that was show. actually very fun. It was the a record show store? We, we played. They locally. closed. That place closed down. Yeah. Sucks. Maybe we close it down. Another drone strike. Yep. Another drone <laughs> strike. <laughs> no one that. that would be pretty <laughs> funny if they were drones were just following us to all of our shows and nuking the venues we play. <laughs> it was just always a drone over your show, like, yeah. like since 2016 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they're just following you around. They're they're on to you, Brian. They know. We gotta watch this. That is we gotta close eye on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate the Illuminati so much, dude. I, <laughs> I want to give a big fuck you to the Illuminati right now. Yeah. On the yeah. record. On the record, yeah. All right. On the record. record. Okay. Yeah, they're so annoying to try to inoculate me. They're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the emails, they just keep coming, you know? It's just, you know. Damn. Yep. Well, trying to kill the conversation. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the guys like Tower said, Illuminati killed the conversation. Like they kill everyone else. Yeah, yeah, it worked, dude. dude it's the it fluoride. Worked. Fluoride makes you forget what you were just talking about on a podcast. Right, fluoride <laughs> in the water. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. In tap water. When are you guys? When you guys releasing this podcast? What? When are you guys releasing this? Is this releasing like this week or? Uh, we can do whenever. I mean. Probably, I mean, we released one today, but okay. I mean, we could, do you want me to do one? I mean, when do y'all want me to release it? No, I'm just if any if this is up before Friday, where anyone's listening and wants to hear some more music, we're gonna release one more song, um, on Friday from the record. That be Hamilton that we haven't. No, we're actually it's actually a different no. one. Oh, it's not um, Hamilton. Yeah, this is a podcast exclusive. Okay, but, but yeah, this is gonna yeah, it's gonna be exclusive. But anyone who wants to I mean, check out Friday, we're gonna, we're gonna release another one. So. Kind of stick around to our Instagram on Friday. Stay tuned for that. All right. Right on. Y'all heard it here. Friday. If this is out. But, uh, <laughs> but isn't there another, isn't there another Friday with another single? We're doing two more singles before the uh, release. Giving it all away, man. Yes. But the, the 11th, 2-11 is when we're going to release another song sometime in the morning. So that's 
that's something to keep an eye. And then the and then the 18th also, I believe. And then the album's out the 22nd. Crazy. Which album? Us or Kanye? Ours is too. Okay. Yeah. Both out. Ours, yeah. Y'all are releasing 22nd with Kanye. Wait, there's like other people. There's like a bunch of people releasing on the 22nd because it's like two, two, two. We're co-releasing. Yeah. Well, ours is ours is a split with Kanye, which is a little different. Oh, yeah. 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 That's pretty big get for Kanye for sure. We're yeah. just trying to, we're just trying to get north off of TikTok and <laughs> you know you're yeah. just all working together. Yeah. Is she on TikTok, dude? Damn. The one Yeah, that's why he's pissed. I hope she's doing okay. <laughs> well, really is why he's like pissed, dude. You follow him on Instagram. It's, it's insane. How old is she? Kardashian hour on the podcast. It's like five, dude. She's young or oh. eight or something. Good for her. Not only she's age. I stand with Kanye, dude. I think he's the best. Speaking of Hamilton, maybe we go into that. And uh, yeah, uh, we could do it live. It won't sound very good, but we'll try. (laughs) We can count count down from three. We'll all start. I'll sing your sing your acapella. (laughs) How could we do it? Yeah, Cash, if you want to play it, and then. uh, I don't know. You're one of you guys are saying something about copyright strike. I don't want this. If you guys monetize this, I don't want you to get, get um, down. I'll play like I'll play like 30 seconds and I'll figure out the exact amount of time I'm allowed to play. Cool. And cool. I'll cut it yeah. down. Only if we if we strike against them, they would get I, I don't know if it works. I think, I think it's CD baby. Yeah, no I think it's an automatic strike. strike that was yeah, a thing. Yeah. Oh crap. Well, well I think no, either way we're, we're gonna, gonna sue you for this whole thing. Either way, yeah. we're gonna sue you either way. So yeah. all right. <laughs> you said my name out loud. Oh, At least so we know litig- it's coming. <laughs> Litigation is coming. Yeah, we, we have lots of money on this podcast, lots of crypto. So yeah, you're gotta, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you will probably clean us out and <laughs> all only I have lawyers in money. the room right now listening. Yeah. yeah. His name's Cash too, man. Yeah. <laughs> Cash, Cash's family invented money, so uh we got plenty of it. All right. Are y'all ready for this uh demo theme exclusive? Sure. All right. Yeah. I don't know if y'all listened yeah. to this one yet. <laughs> oh, I did. Okay. Oh yeah, I I did for sure. I did for sure. It's dope. Okay. Let's see. How's that sound? Not good. Yeah, not good. Yeah, can't really hear it. I think that there's definitely a way to do this in Zoom. It's something in the you gotta you gotta present the tab, uh, share screen, share device. All right, Joe. So why don't you do it then? My my settings are disabled. Yeah, I can. Wait, who's let me try this other way real quick? Yeah, you you could drop it after too, but uh, all right. Either way, okay. I'll play. I'll try this one one last thing, and if it doesn't work, I'll just drop it after. You need plugins. What kind of plugins you got? <laughs> uh, you know, just the Audacity uh, basic stuff. Sweet. Can y'all hear that? No. Oh, no. If we just pause for 30 seconds and then you'll you'll uh punch it in later and post. Yeah, we'll do that. That that was a good experiment. Um 
we'll get we'll get him next time. In Angles Part Two, we'll we'll have a I don't know. I gotta good. say that is very much the attitude of, of us here at an angles. Yes. Next yeah. time we'll Next maybe time. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. This is, this is the perfect podcast for you then. I, I know. <laughs> very That's amazing, awesome. dude. <laughs> We're all just winging it, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. 100%. No worries. We do, we do our best to hang out, have a good time. Yeah. Of course, of course. If we're going on these tours, I'm going on vacation. You know, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yes. We're going. We're going shopping. <laughs> Brian is gonna go buy water shoes. We're gonna go into the mall, mm-hmm. maybe watch a movie. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah. A nice Saturday, right there. Yeah, yeah. New Jackass came out. Like, hey, yeah, it's, let's it's, talk Jackass, Joe. Joe liked it. Yeah, Brian, Brian's <laughs> too mature now to like it. He's in no, <laughs> true. No, what, what, what did it, it come out on? I just get, I, I get creeped out seeing Johnny Knoxville's old face because I think it's my insecurity <laughs> of being how old I am, and uh, he's fifty. <laughs> He's 50 years old, dude. He got hit by a bull. They're still doing stuff? It's wow. crazy. Yeah. So, who, who else is in that? Like, Bam's not in there anymore. Right? They oh, keep Bam out, yeah. 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 Bam's Pontius. wild, right? Bam's wild right now. Yeah, he's kind of fucked up. Uh, Pontius is still in it, right? Chris yeah. Pontius? Yeah, he had, he Steve didn't do as many skits. Steve-O, I don't want to give away the movie, guys. You got to just go Steve see it. Steve-O's in. Ryan Dunn's in that, right? There's No, Ryan Dunn's dead. There's new... <laughs> <laughs> There's new guys though. They got new blood. Oh, he's still in it though. They dig him up, man. They fuck around. <laughs> they do the mariachi with his bones. God damn. <laughs> I'll fight more jail. We'll go dig up our so, like, That's the kind of stunts we can expect from like your tours, right? Y'all gonna be like just... we dig up bodies pretty frequently. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that, not yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what I was getting at, but I'd like to see some some jackass pranks on the tour, you know. Like we we do some. I do some shock comedy when we're on the road. Yes. <laughs> yeah, inadvertent. <laughs> yeah, Joe does a lot of shock comedy. I like to keep, <laughs> keep everyone on their toes, you know. So yeah, can't get too comfortable. Yeah, we got a lot of guac shakes, a lot of avocados <laughs> sprinkled around the van, banana peels, turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's like classic right there. That's that's there's nothing funnier than someone slipping on a banana peel. Yeah, right. That's the yeah. original. That actually, that is people falling to this day is the funniest thing. That, that makes me laugh yeah. the most. That's why you need to see Jackass. That's why you have to. Yes. Okay. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Jackass. Uh, <laughs> if you if you step on a banana, does it actually like slip? Yeah, actually, it does. I'm yeah, like, it's pretty slippery. You spin out, you go, why, 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 Yeah, you make a like a, no, if you hit all a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's next? Uh, <laughs> I have a question. In a world where transformers are real, though. what kind of car are you driving? Wait, say it again. I want to hear this one more time. In, in a world where transformers are real, what kind of car are you drive, driving? Oh, Oscar mm. Mayer Wiener Mobile. 
That's the best yeah, answer. I think that's Oh, uh, man, I feel like the way that would untransform would be would look weird. <laughs> just like high-pressurized <laughs> mustard cannons. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Everything would be wet. I think it would be <laughs> funny if it just, like, transforms into a real hot dog. <laughs> no, I, I imagine instead of, like, the transformer, I go, like, the twisted metal route. And I'm like, oh, like the guy, the with, guy the, with, with the arms, with uh, the arms, the that's wheel. Jacks, that's me. Or Axel, is it Axel? Axel, yeah, it's Axel's Mortal Kombat. Tom's a big Mortal Kombat guy too. He could talk your huge too. Wasn't there just like a new Mortal Kombat that just came out? It was great. It was so much fun, and everybody talks shit about it, and it's <laughs> fun. It was great. Just have, just have this is like a fun movie. movie. Yeah, right. Oh, guys, having fun. You, you know what you're gonna say. You're not watching Mortal Kombat for like it, like a, an Academy Award winning. Like it's not what you're watching it for. You're just looking at. You want to watch some guys get their heads chopped off. Mm. Yeah, some sure was a badass in that. I heard it was good. It was good. Yeah, beginning was sick. Started to get a little weird, but it's fun. Yeah, so Oscar Mayer Wiener was the only good answer to that question. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably the best answer I've ever heard for that question. So, Oh, yeah. Eric, you got anything? Or should we go, does anyone else have any Transformers? I think that's it, dude. That's it. <laughs> okay. We've had you on for like an hour. I don't know if y'all want we're kind of like devolving the conversation. I don't know if y'all want to keep going or oh dude, I will go. I'll go all night. Come on. All right. Yeah, all right. The, well, we'll let's get let's get hours. the important thing out of the way. We got a new album. Okay. Check it out February 22nd. And now let's talk about whatever we want, gang. Well, all right. And wait, we'll, we'll plug a little bit more there. We got some more content coming before the album drops. We got, we got more some content. Merch. Yeah, there's vinyl merch available through Choke Artist uh, DIY record label I run out of my house. And there's uh, more more bands that are post hardcore math rock on that label. So if you like that, go check that stuff out. Help me clean my really cool hats yeah. to over at Cloud. Hey, we need content. Like, yeah, honestly, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll interview them. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we're going to do. Uh, like we said before, we're going to go do a little East Coast spring tour type deal in April and then another bigger one in the summer. So look out for those dates. Come yeah. see us. I don't want to see, yo, come to fucking Philly. And then we go come to, to Texas. None of those kids are there. And then three weeks later, they go, yo, you should come to Philly, dude. <laughs> and you just played there. We got hit with come to Show Texas. Show up to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks when you get hit with the state. Like, oh, I wish you guys would come to Texas. And it was like, You're we were just there. there three weeks ago eating <laughs> shit. Playing, yeah. playing to 11 help. people. <laughs> well, I, you know, what's a funny thing that always happens is there's two things when we roll up to the show or to the venue. It's, oh, dude, fucking Kogi and Cambria are playing down the block at the street over. <laughs> uh, Sorry, dude. Uh, no, why didn't you play the? Why didn't you play that other venue, the biggest venue in the entire city? That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you guys? Why didn't play you guys that? just play the stadium? I don't understand. Why, why didn't you play an MSG, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that. Uh, stadium, that's right. <laughs> a common, a common or, theme on that longer run was that we would always happen to drive through the coolest part of town and think oh yeah this is where oh this is great dude yeah 
get a coffee Major over city. here. We can get, you know, break down over here and park there. Then, then we realize, oh, we still have five more minutes yeah. in the GPS and we're in the uh, poorest part of the, uh, <laughs> of the city. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. terrible. That's but it's exactly still fun. That being said, Joe Scala does a great job routing tours. Yeah. So if you want him to route your next tour, you know, you know. No, I don't want to route other people's tours. Oh, come on, you, you're a na- you're a natural. Like bands on Pansy's records, I put out. Yeah, that's cool. But like, I don't know. We'll see. But that's fun. You're doing like, floral. Or you are doing floral this summer, right? Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm, I'm driving for that too, which will be fun. I get to be a little road dog, get in the van, and uh, whip them in the shape. You know nice yeah but uh enough about me everyone <laughs> what's nah, good morning about you what are, yeah how how are you doing how's like your taxes and like your retirement plan all that i don't have a retirement plan Looking pretty uh, did good. You, joe did you do your taxes yet you were saying you want to talk about your taxes <laughs> nick's our nick's our money guy cash so yeah, my my last name is actually Cash. Like it's a little different oh, than your first Cash. name. Okay. <laughs> Damn, are we like related or something? Like, no, no, no. You're part of the family. Hey. <laughs> Did your family invent money? No. Actually, it was no. funny though. My my grandma, this is a somewhat related story. My grandma one one day I was just talking to her and I just was drinking a bottle of water. And she just looks at me and she's like, you know what? Your grandfather and I were thinking about inventing bottled water. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you, you were going to invent, but we would have been rich. We would have been, it would have been called my last name, what you drink. So I guess, I guess they didn't always have like bottled water. They used to just go to a fountain or whatever, but like, that's just a nuts thing to say. So that's like, such a wild thing to just drop casually. Like, like you just see like your, like what your life could have been flashing before your eyes. You're like, yeah. On this bottle of water empire, like it's uh, like her, she 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 were, she could have said like yeah we were gonna think about inventing Amazon but you know we didn't do it like, it's like, <laughs> what it's like why didn't you <laughs> the do most it? popular thing ever that was <laughs> so wild well since he didn't invent bottled water you guys got to go to the shows you know help Joe get a retirement plan you know what I'm saying yeah yeah, and, yeah and come us, see us it's bring fun. Us we, we like to have water. fun and it's you know, crypto. Yeah. Bring us a couple of bottles of water. Right. <laughs> show, you know, talk about your crypto profile portfolio. You know, show's coming. You guys said spring? Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, we're do Easter weekend. New, new Jersey, maybe Brooklyn, uh, somewhere else, and somewhere else. Well, if you guys make it down to DC, I will definitely be there. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. We Did we ever play DC? I don't think so. Baltimore. We played Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can really We played at Xfinity Live. Okay. <laughs> if it, also, if you guys ever need help, like finding a venue, and you want to do, you want to play DC, you can also hit me up. I can also help you out with that. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, got you. There you go, Joe. We should book a show with this guy in DC. We, yeah, we're, we're always set up by anywhere if anyone else. Oh wait, so. Eric, were you saying you book in DC? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, my my band plays there a bunch, so I can just like at least hook you up with like venues and oh fuck and uh, contacts and stuff if you want. What, what band are you in? Uh, Magazine Beach. It's it's just like a it's not really like a post hardcore band. It's more like a indie rock band. But right on. Uh, well, I think we're but, coming to Baltimore in eight in June. 
So. Oh, cool. But if, no. it, if it falls through, I'll let you know for sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. Anyone, anyone under the age of like 10 and wants to play the birthday party, we're also super down <laughs> anywhere across the country. <laughs> we'll do bat mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, quinceaneras. Um, all of it. Yeah. Hit them up. Baptism. No weddings, though. No, we're not no. that way. That makes too much money. We're not, we're not in it. We're not, <laughs> yeah. You're in it for the moment. art. Yeah. It's about the art. Yeah. Can't sell out like don't, that. Don't pay me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, who are y'all looking to tour with for this for this spring tour? Uh, solo for Dolo, just us. All right. Yeah. Even, you guys. In do you guys have anyone you'd want to like if you were aspiring to tour with somebody? Uh, uh, yeah, probably right, guys. What I do mean, you... there's a lot of bands I would live for. Because like <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I feel like we could be lumped in with like kind of faster melodic hardcore, like counterparts type stuff. But then other times, it's like more in the Swancore realm where it's like like we, at lower definition kind of would make sense. We get compared mm-hmm. to them a lot. So I don't know. I think really whoever is down to have a good time. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it is tough when you, when you're kind of a multiple genre of band, it's, you, we kind of hit that all the time. It's like, we're, are we, are we, do we have enough screaming to play with hardcore bands? Do we not have enough, too much screaming to play with punk bands? Are we like not swancore enough to, to be in that? Are we too much? Like it's, it's tough when you're kind of like in, yeah. in multiple genres. But like, I kind of like how like, tours are like mixing up the genres more and more now these days yeah yeah it's, it's, kind of be, right? it's like it used to be like that more yeah. than, than it was and now it's coming back a bit yeah like i like how like they'll have like these big tours with like rappers and like post-hardcore bands and shit like that on it like that's fun yeah i don't need to just be like straight warp tour shit the whole time right you're right yeah, get a variety yeah, I mean, we like, you know, I think number one for me, the band that I've listened to the most over the last like five, six years is probably Counterparts. I mean, I just fucking love them. Um, but it's come. I mean, we would tour with Ozzy Osbourne. Um, if he ever wanted to call us, give us a shout out or something like that, yeah. maybe Taylor Swift. That All would right. be cool. Like, the be, two I think it'd be like, sick to uh, tour with Four Years Strong. Oh, that, yeah, that's because like they were like old school guitar guys, you know, and they're still ripping and they're like, you know, heavier but punk and pop. And I kind of feel like it's weird though. We like don't, I feel like the best genre that we've ever like just done the best with is post hardcore. Like we mm-hmm. we never really do too well with like pop kids or math rock kids or like hardcore type of kids. Like it's, the best shows have kind of been post hardcore stuff or like mm-hmm. kids that are into shreddy, you know, progressive mm-hmm. type of music. Um, yeah, I, I wish there were more pop punk kids that liked us. I, I feel like that's, you know, at the root of everything, that's kind of like where we started stuff from. We all started playing and like a lot of us, you know, love Blink and old pop punk stuff. So, I don't know. That's that just seems like that's not the crowd that's really drawn to all kinds of music. 
Well, yeah, that would be fun. They're missing out. They don't know what they're. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell them, dude. Yeah, man. It's, I mean, I guess, but I mean, I guess modern pop punk is like quite different. I mean, it's not quite different, but it's like definitely like kind of a different realm than it was before. Yeah, well, oh, every every so modern pop punk band seems to end up just putting out a '90s alternative record, uh, like three or four records in. Um, <laughs> sure. yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that so we definitely don't fit in with that. So who knows? It just got. It seems like it just gotten so far away from cool guitar stuff. And that's what, that's kind of like the bottom line for yeah. It's really not focused Nick. on riffs before. Yeah, it's, it's, anymore, the really. more the more I hear new shit, it just seems like way more watered down. I mean, and it worked, whatever. But because you got to think not, that old old pop punk. Well, I mean, this is why I think a lot of people really fell in love with Tom DeLonge and the way he plays is because he has such definitive riffs. You know, well, and that that, yeah. that defined all of his songs. And now all these bands are just it's just a wall of music, just a wall of mm. sound. And it's it's totally different. I think production production changed a lot too on everyone's outlook. Mm-hmm. We get compared to like uh, early two thousands a lot. Like, oh, you guys sound like the early two thousands. <laughs> like we hear <laughs> we hear that a fucking lot. And I don't yeah. it's not intentional. We're not intentionally doing that. I think we're just kind of older and like that's the stuff we like and like I don't know. We don't have pedals, so we can't, <laughs> we can't figure out how to make modern sounds. So we're, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. but yeah. I, that's I, there, what we like. There's new pop punk that's good, too. But Oh, for sure. Yeah. Depends. Yeah. Snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Yeah. the only one I like. Oh, man. Uh, I think, what, uh, should we wrap it? Uh, before you go, there's one thing we always like to ask before. And that's, uh, what have y'all all been listening to lately? Mm. Ooh, that's, a, that's cool. Let's go, let's go down the line, fellas. Get out your Spotify. Oh, I can tell you right now, an album I've been playing nonstop is um, Saves the Day, Stay What You Are. And uh, I want to I want to make a uh, I just think that that album confuses the shit out of me for that band, because after that album, they in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I think they just completely took a left turn. And I think his voice changed and they just got very weird and, and sort of, in my opinion, bad. And uh, I, but that <laughs> album so like perfect to me. Um, and I, I've been listening to it nonstop, trying to figure out what what happened. It's like a mystery. That's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, you can go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, like, yeah. His, his voice sounds like very different. Like, yeah, it, it's does. so strange. Yeah. It, yeah. it really it, it bothers me. I'm like looking in. I'm I'm actively looking into it. And uh, I, I thought I would look it up on YouTube and some doctor would explain what happened to his vocal cords or something. But I guess no one, <laughs> what no one cares half as much as I do. That's like the depths of Reddit kind of like thing that I would. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where you got to find that stuff. Yeah. And like, so we'll be like, oh, well, he started like 
he became a vegan or some shit like that. Is what's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now they're bad. Good, 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 good point. Well, that, that's my answer. I don't know. All right. I can good get job, it. Brian. Okay. Uh, I've been listening to the new turnstile record too much. And uh, I, I like, uh, I met a Yeti. I'm going to try to see them on Wednesday in Brooklyn. They're on tour with like Andres and Coletta. And uh, the, the new Foxtails record. It's like a screamo record with the violin. So those are, those are my triple picks for you. All right. Hey, triple wow. pick. New, Honestly, new like, music. Joe, Joe. I think it would be like cool for y'all to tour with. I feel like y'all are like kind of similar sounding. Like when I was listening to y'all, I was kind of like thinking I met a Yeti a little bit. That'd be sick. I think we played with them once in Orlando, but it was like four or five years ago. And I think they were mm. they were pretty, maybe it was four years ago, but they were pretty new then. Yeah. Um, but I really like all their new stuff. It's awesome. Like those two new singles are, are sick. So oh yeah, with uh with pulses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it's, a great one. It's really cool. Opulence. Yeah. yeah. Song's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my triple pick of the week. Uh we're gonna start with an oldie here. Uh Saints Never Surrender, Brutus. Woo! Yeah, that's a oh, great one. Pretty sick old school melodic hardcore stuff. Uh then end. It's kind of, I think it's like their older albums, but it's fucking sick. I'm like just getting into them. Um, we're gonna round that out with a little Bobby Schmurda. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Love I, to see it. Is he still in jail? That's my triple pick of the week. So I've been. Uh, I mean, Randy showed us so much cool stuff that like was gonna come out, like of these mm-hmm. bands, and like like Knock Loose came out a while ago, and that Babe stuff came out. So just like it, when you go, when we went in the studio and like you work with them, and then you hear stuff that he makes coming out like it's just you listen to it like differently you know but all that shit sounds really cool yeah so i'm just kind of following whatever he's uh been uh like that band take life keeps posting very heavy yeah. yeah it's wild that's very very cool all right that's some, that's some of the heaviest shit i've ever ever heard <laughs> nicholas and <laughs> randy Randy, yeah, I've just really been following all the they, they, they talk on the phone for hours. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got everyone. Yeah. All right. Guess we can call it now. So that was an angles. Uh, thank y'all so much for coming on. Thanks I guess for having you, us. Man. Guys, thanks Lord, for having thank us. You. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Y'all are very appreciative. Thank you so much. Good wow. time, yeah. What a great audience. <laughs> uh come back whenever guys i mean yeah this was fun yeah, this was good back, man. yeah we, liked well, it. we listen to a lot of podcasts yeah <laughs> we listen to ourselves I, this is a dream for us <laughs> have you ever been on one before like it's... uh we've done like a few like ourselves uh, in-house we'd like to keep a lot of things in-house yeah. the diy <laughs> right? yeah but we're trying to branch out, you know. I feel you. I feel you. So. <laughs> That's what we're gonna say when the album flops. We're just gonna say, "Well, you know what? We did a lot of it in house." So, staying in the house instead yeah. of going out. That's true. Yeah, stay inside, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. That, that, that shit's over. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys. All thanks right, for well, having us. Thank you, fellas. Thanks, thanks for coming, so. out, guys. All, All right, awesome. boys. Later. Have a good one. Right. Later. 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 Take it easy. Goodbye. So that was an angles. Pretty solid interview, I'd say. A lot of did fun. Have- like, yeah, it was real, real fun, guys. Just like super personable. Like you know, just co- kind of cool to get the personality coming through. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Eric, I really like hearing first interview. I guess this is your first interview too, Dredge, right? Yeah. The second episode. Yes, you But yeah, yeah, that was we'll definitely gotta get him back on sometime. But anyways, we're gonna do recent listens. Um would you all like me to start or do you guys wanna start? You can start. All right, give me one sec. Let me pull up my Spotify. <laughs> Should have been more prepared, right? It's all good. It's always so hard to remember. Like, I feel like I'm always listening to music, and then as soon as someone asks me what I'm listening to, I'm like, my mind just like totally goes blank. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. But uh, I got some Maritime, which is kind of like they're kind of like between like that Midwestern emo sound and like indie rock. Uh, I guess they were kind of like popular around. I think like. 2008 or whatever but they're they're a cool band i they're probably somewhat similar to in angles but like not not nearly as hard um yeah. at the club all weekend and they were playing <laughs> so much young Dolph. <laughs> oh yeah rest in peace young Dolph. yeah yeah rest in peace he's awesome what else we got so much in angles oh the new circus <laughs> survive album came out oh Are is there, it good i haven't yeah. listened to it yet yeah, it's listen soft, to soft. the first like three tracks of it, and I was really surprised. It's, it's definitely it's like a different direction. Culture. Yeah, for sure. But I'm I I liked it. It was cool. Yeah, I like the I like the synth stuff that they have going exactly. on. It really works. It, it like in a lot of ways it sounds. This is gonna be like maybe a hot take, but in a lot of ways it sounds like some of their like first two records in ways that they're you know since Blue Sky Noise they really like push themselves to be more experimental. Uh, yeah it's kind of like a weird return to form while pushing boundaries at the same time i feel yeah yeah i can see that for sure i have a me without you just kind of early 2000s i don't know like they're kind of close to emo revival but they're probably also more like in the indie realm cash which record were you listening to from them i think i would just kind of put them on shuffle and just like listen to whatever yeah i wasn't like yeah because they're their early stuff is a lot like more post-hardcore, like yeah, like closer to like La Dispute, and then you have like their later stuff, which is more like folky and indie. Yeah, exactly. I also listen more like their later stuff for sure. Okay, it's all good, but it's it's like a, they made they had like a such a left turn, kind of like midway. I think after their first two records or something, um, and it made it a lot different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, got the Sonics, which is like old like proto-punk band and oh, i haven't heard of them yeah yeah they're i mean they're like they're from the 60s but like Ooh. yeah they're a lot of punk bands like the early punk bands like called them like their influences so they're they're cool and i got some citizen dope uh, head automatica oh i love them cool yeah just listening to that uh decadence album that was cool and so then good. uh i guess that uh 
Charlie XCX and like Rina Sawayama dropped this song together. So I'm listening to Rina Sawayama. And that was, I've been meaning to check her out. Like, I've heard like such good things. Like, her record, I think she came out like a year or two ago. It's supposed to be like Charlie super good. XCX, Rina Sawayama. Yeah. Oh, Rina Sawayama. Yeah, she's good. I mean, it's like really, it's like kind of like that pop adjacent, like, uh, was that fucking hyper pop like sound? But uh, she's, yeah. But she sounds like way more like early 2000s pop though. Like it's like very much she's trying to like harken back to that. Isn't she on a dirty hit like the 1975's label? I'm not sure, honestly, but. But yeah, that's about it for me. Not really very much Swan Court like at all. So <laughs> that's <laughs> like, but, you know, that's that's kind of how it goes sometimes. Yeah. It's just all over the place, you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, so I've been listening, I've still been listening to a lot of um, Idola, their their album that came out last year. I've been listening to that a lot still. Um, Any favorite tracks from that? Perennial Philosophy is definitely my like favorite. Um, but like Mutual Fear with John Mess is super dope, of course. Um, I think it's the uh, Counterfeit Wish counterfeit worship i think is is the name of it also super dope um it just is like groovy enough that i can kind of just put it on and like you know if i'm working or cleaning up or whatever it just is like kind of in the background and i'm like singing along and also just like vibing it's it's just takes me where i need to be uh but uh them and then uh i just started getting into this portland band called glacier veins really hard like over the past few days um and they're like more kind of like they're, they're like a little bit post-hardcore but they're like more alternative rock i would say um and they kind of they actually kind of remind me of like circus survives maybe like second album before they really started getting like super experimental um but definitely recommend them uh if you guys have you know if you don't know them. a good place to start with them they only have one album so it's it's they're pretty new. They, their first album came out in 2020. Um, and they're releasing another one in about a month. But I think their first album is called The World You Want to See. Um, and again, it's just like cool, like, like very vibey music to me. All right. Um, and then there's this rapper, Saba, uh, just released an album. His third album came out last week or two weeks ago. Um, and I've been bumping that super hard, um, not Swancore at all, but, uh, but just like very, like, he's from Chicago, just like laid back, kind of groovy. Um, like if, you know, if anyone who listens to hip hop, like knows like Smino and Black and all of those kind of like vibey, um, R&B rapper kind of dudes, uh, really, really good, like great lyrics, all that stuff. Um, and then I think the last thing that I've been listening to a lot is, um, let me check my uh, Spotify. Um, oh, I've been listening to a lot of like this, again, not really Swancore, but indie, there's this indie rock band I discovered called The Beths. It was from New Zealand. Um, and it's just like very bright, poppy, like pop rock music. Um, so definitely recommend them as well. Uh, but yeah, those are kind of at least over the past maybe two, three weeks, what I've been listening to. All right. 
And I guess that leads to Edge, right? Yeah, I have a huge list. I try, I try to keep a playlist of every song that like sticks out to me when I'm listening to music. I have a lot of friends who are constantly sending me shit. So um, here we go. I'll try to be brief. <laughs> all <of> these. <laughs> so I mean, like in like the melodic hardcore space, which is probably most of what I listen to um, because, you know, I'm like, you know, running around town or biking or whatnot just kind of keep gives me the energy I need. Uh, there's two bands, uh, one comeback kid. They just released a fucking stellar record. Are we allowed to swear on this? I should probably make yes. sure. Yes. Because sweet. this is sweet. Fucking sweet. Okay. So comeback kid <laughs> dropped a record, uh, recently called heavy steps. Uh, comeback kids, like last three records have been like, they, they kind of stepped out of like the melodic hardcore space and went, um, as full metal core as they possibly could. Which, oh, damn. Uh, I thought was sick, but uh, it turned off a lot of their like core fan base. So like this record, they were very intentionally kind of trying to get back to that uh, more like gang vocals, um, a lot of hardcore, kind of that East Coast sound. Um, but they still have like these really great flourishes of metalcore. Um, and it's it's such a stellar record. There's a bunch of like really interesting like interludes and like some ambiance to it, which I think uh, more and more of the hardcore scenes kind of incorporating into their music these days, which I'm stoked about, like Turnstile last year. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that takes off for them because they've uh, they've uh, I, I feel like they've not been taken as seriously as they should have been the past uh, few records. But I just think they're a band that's always killing it. Yeah, so the uh, the other band in the melodic hardcore space I've been really enjoying is a Wilhelm Scream. They're back. Um, they're uh, they're another band that kind of fuses like melodic hard or metalcore with like melodic hardcore. Uh, they're from the East Coast as well. Uh, they haven't dropped a record since like 2011, but they're about to drop a self-produced record uh, pretty soon here. Um, really into that. Really like a positive, uplifting, uh, but still fun, shreddy, shreddy kind of music. Um, uh, Vane is a hardcore band that's about to drop a new record. Uh, Vane yes, FM. Vane is so dope. Yes, they're so good. I'm so glad you know about them. <laughs> yes, their 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 first record, I think it's called like Arizona or something yeah. like that. It's like so heavy and glitchy and like like crazy. It's great. They're like one of the. I feel like we talked about them all the time. Like the first our first generation for some reason. Like they always came up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're really groovy. Yeah, 100%. For like, being, like that, like dirty all the time. <laughs> I'm really wondering if they're going to like, I wonder if their sound is going to change at all with this new one because they did change their name to Vane FM. So I wonder if they're going to be more electronic or, or what. Yeah, why did they change their name? It wasn't like a legal dispute, was it? I don't know. I wasn't able, I haven't found anything on it. Like, I don't know if they just liked that name better or if it was a legal thing, but, um, or what, but. Always with the name change, I'm always wondering if there's like a sound change too, because it's kind of the time to like reinvent yourself. Yeah. But regardless, they're they're super good. Some uh, other uh, bands I've really been enjoying. Um, a band out of the UK recently uh, called Yard Act just dropped a record. Uh, it is at times very uh, reminiscent of like Law Dispute. There's a there's like a lot of songs on that record that are just like the guy, the main guy, like giving a commentary or like a, uh, uh, like a, an account of like a story of like some people he knew. And in that way, it reminds me of wildlife with the caveat. Like, uh, it's not, it's not really like wildlife or a lot of dispute at all. It's just kind of the same vocal delivery. Uh, the music's okay. more like, you know, your post-punky stuff. 
that's enough for me. I'm wearing a lot of uh, hoodie right now, so I'm I'm already looking them up on Spotify. Oh, sweet! So, yeah. <laughs> if you have to start with any song, uh, dude, start with Tall Poppies. Tall Poppies. I see. It. Okay, it's, cool. It's it's, sim- it's similar to like King Park. I was listening to that and I was like, okay, I, I could dig this. I was gonna say, I can see it's like the longest one on the album, so I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And then uh, there's uh, a couple other uh, bands from that wave of music over there that I've been really enjoying. Uh, one, another one's called Fontaine's DC. They're uh, from um, Ireland, um, and they have like a like a understated Beach Boys type of vibe with some some punky influence. And then another band called Bombara, uh, which uh, I don't know. If, do either of you listen to Idols? No, uh, I haven't heard them. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Okay. Yeah, they tour with uh, that band. And then, of course, the, the other thing I'm really looking forward to this year is Royal Coda's uh, next record. Yes. It's like, been Even If a lot. Really looking forward to it. I love Even If. Um, have you guys heard? I'm sure you have, but Gold Necklace. I've, I meant to mention them, but I haven't, I've been listening to them a bunch, too. I mean, <laughs> it's Kurt Travis. Like, we kind of have to, right? I was going to yeah. say, like, yeah, like... <laughs> I was like, I don't even know if I should ask, but I, I can't believe I forgot to say, but yeah, their album is yeah. amazing, but um, sorry, Dredge. No, you're good. No. Yeah. I, I love Kurt Travis. I, I really, I really like the direction that Royal Code is going. I just feel like they get better each release. Yeah. I think, yeah. I'm, I'm like so stoked for, for the new one. I don't know when it's coming out, but whatever it is, it's going to be good. And then the the last band I have on my list is uh, have either of you listened to Loathe? No. no. They're like uh they they, they remind Wait, me a lot of Deftones. Did you say Loathe or Loathe? Loathe. Like I Yeah, I, yeah, I listened I listened to them before. I'm not recently, but yeah, they're gearing up for a new record this year. It's sounding pretty good. All they right. did a, they did a feature with Teenage Wrist, uh, who's pretty tight. Yeah, um, kind of like a, it's, it's like they, I don't know, the, the, they have this a song they released this year called Dimorphous Display, and it has all these weird time signatures, and there's like these poppy moments, and then there's like these shoegazy moments, and then there's like these Rammstein industrial moments, and it's switching between those three, and then there's like parts where all three are playing at the same time, and like the first time I listened to it, I was like, what the, what the hell am I listening to, but then after a couple of times, I was like, okay, I can dig this. Cool. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I'll check it out. Load school. Yes. Oh, and then uh, I actually lied. One more. One more. Uh, Under Oath released a record this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, but I heard good things. It's so good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have not listened to that one either, but it's on the list. Actually, the only thing I know, the main thing I like think about when I think of like that now, well, not that I listen to it, is that like Wendy's was roasting them over it or something on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) The Wendy's Twitter has been brutal. Yeah, Wendy's Twitter. That's they're the ones who put together when we were young fest, honestly, right? Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's it's the only thing that makes sense. Sponsored by Wendy's Twitter, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Whoever's in charge of the Wendy's Twitter made that. Yeah, made that festival. It's Ryan, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the mastermind behind the scenes, the man behind the curtain. It's all coming together. <laughs> we should start, we should spread that room. Ryan's the guy. Ryan runs Wendy's Twitter. All I'm saying is I've never seen Ryan and Wendy's Twitter in a room. So 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've never saying. seen Ryan in a room, period. But That's, I've never seen Ryan in a room either. So who knows? Um, like I've seen I've seen none of the people we like majority of people we've had in this podcast. I've never seen a room before. Hmm. Anyone can be running Wendy's Twitter, you know, but probably exactly. Ryan. Anyone. Yeah. Probably Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll have to check out all those things. Like, thanks for the recs. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to get some of your hip hop recs of the, like the vibey stuff. I, I'm really not uh, wise to that. Definitely. Yeah. Can I, uh, what's your, um, maybe we'll do this off. Yeah. Do recording, it off. But like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we could do it off. Unless yeah. you want to, unless you want to dox yourself, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, y'all, y'all can definitely yeah. like plug your socials if y'all want. Get, get that cloud for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Only thing I'm going to drop, I play in a band called Magazine Beach. Uh, we're Magazine Beach DC on Instagram, Magazine Beans on Twitter. Uh, that's the only thing. But otherwise, um, yeah, it's been super fun. I'm, I'm going to have to head out. But, uh, but yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, I think you're out Oh, no, I don't need to plug myself. All right. Well, y'all have a good night. All right, guys. Good night, dudes. All right, later. Peace. Yeah.